Hello to all you Eagles fans out there. This episode 24 of the Missing Link Podcast. Your connection to the Eagles through the eyes of a fan. Yes. Today we're reviewing a 17-9 victory over the Dallas Cowgirls. Guys and girls, it happened. It happened. Hallelujah. Carson, lead us to the promised land. The Eagles take on the Dallas Cowboys with the NFC East, a playoff spot, and all of my hopes and dreams... And they came to play and won the game. Amazing. So awesome that the offense and the defense both played well. The offense, despite being shorthanded, playing with Greg Ward and who knows who else. Miles Sanders comes to play. Both the tight ends had their moments. Zach Ertz plays through a broken rib, we found out. That guy is tough as nails. I will never question his toughness again. And Carson Wentz, the man leading the show... The franchise quarterback, the $100 million man, whatever you want to call him, he showed up for this one. The last two weeks against subpar opponents, he carried us through the fourth quarters in overtime. Today was the day for Carson to step up, start to build his own legacy, and carry us to the playoffs and start to build upon the legend of Carson Wentz. It was amazing to watch, to see, to experience Carson with his pinpoint accuracy, his leadership, And the defense played a great game, don't get me wrong, holding the Cowboys to only nine points. But Carson did not have the same weapons that Dak Prescott was afforded. And I think a lot of credit should go into his corner for stepping up in a big December game with a lot of expectations, actually taking the team, putting him on his back, and carrying us to a win. This is going to be the first of many in his career, and it's so great to see the narrative start to change of Carson can't do this, well, Carson got hurt, Carson does this, blah, blah, blah. A lot of positivity surrounding him among Eagles fans. We're starting to see why the Eagles made the correct choice in paying Carson and not keeping Nick Foles. It has nothing to do with Nick. This is all about Carson. But I just wanted to highlight how important it's going to be that Carson starts to have these building block games of building his legacy and really getting in the good graces of fans, showing that he can accomplish what we saw in 2017, which is a man who has unlimited potential and can take us as far as he wants. Carson was 31 of 40 for 319 yards and one touchdown, only had one sack with a passer rating of 108. And if you look at the statistics for Carson over the past couple of weeks, like you just take today, the Giants game and the Redskins game, He's 94 of 133. That's 71% completion percentage. 910 yards, six touchdowns, no interceptions. That's a stud. That's a guy who is playing with confidence. And despite the obstacles put in his path, he is putting this team and elevating them to a place that no one thought they could. They're actually scoring points, closing out big games, and we're going to the playoffs. It, It feels amazing to say that. And look, we have to still win the Giants game. That's completely understandable, and I understand your skepticism there. But we're going to win that game, and we're going to the playoffs, and we're going to host a playoff game. I can't wait. Let's talk a little bit about Miles Sanders, too, because the rookie came to play. He was all over the field and a big target, not just in the running game, but also in the passing game. You look at the stats, and Sanders had 20 carries for 79 yards with a great touchdown, a 38-yard run at the end of the game, where, look, 
There are some fantasy teams out there that I'm sure lost on that occasion, but he slid down, made the smart veteran move, and ran out the clock. He also had five catches for 77 yards, and he's quickly becoming something that I've certainly experienced in my fandom where we have the Brian Westbrooks, we have the LaShawn McCoys, and now we have, looks like, the Miles Sanders, who go out there, can can run, are shifty, are fast, but also are great weapons out of the backfield. And I think that's really starting to open up this offense and show what Doug Peterson's capable of with creative play calling. We have Dallas Goddard and Zach Ertz, and we have great tight ends, but having that weapon out of the backfield considering that we don't have a real weapon at the wideout position, is paying dividends for this team and making them much harder to defend against. Let's talk a little bit about this defense, because the defense, I mean, look, there were some guys running wide open. Dak Prescott missed a couple of throws, but let's put some credit where credit is due. They held the Cowboys to nine points. Prescott did not throw for a touchdown, didn't have an interception either, but that's okay. Ezekiel Elliott, you would imagine this team would struggle because in the past Zeke has averaged almost 115 yards against us and he hasn't lost to the Eagles in his career so 13 carries only 47 yards and he had seven catches but they only went for 37 yards so we really bottled up Zeke really kept him in front of us didn't allow him to beat us we really dared Dak Amari and the rest of those guys to beat us through the air which they absolutely have the talent to do it just didn't happen this time Mari Cooper only had four catches for 24 yards. You recall earlier this season, he absolutely torched us. It was great to see Jim Schwartz have a game plan that slowed him down. He definitely looks like he's not 100%, but look, I will take whatever we can get. Cowboys have, quote unquote, the best offensive line ever. They have all these weapons that are highly paid and soon to be highly paid at the skill positions. And the Eagles come in with absolutely nothing but a lunch pail and get ready to work and outsmart, outscheme, and out aggressive this Cowboys team and it just showed look the Eagles are a better team right now the Cowboys might be better individuals but that doesn't matter when it comes to 60 minutes of football with everything on the line I'm so proud of this team and despite the ups and the downs despite that crushing loss in Atlanta and watching them absolutely get blown out by the Vikings like the season itself has been a roller coaster of emotion but I'm glad that it brought us here it gives me so much optimism for the future To know that Carson is finally healthy and leading us to where we all thought we could go. It's only going to get better from here, guys. You think about the wide receiving crew. They're going to get healthier. Sign some people in the offseason. Hopefully draft some people. The offensive line is pretty much set outside of Jason Peters leaving and getting replaced with Andre Dillard, who has been playing pretty well. I mean, the future is very bright. And Carson has shown that even with everything around him crumbling, he can carry a team and move forward. That's so encouraging because the team around him is going to get much, much better, younger, and there are better, brighter days ahead. Overall, what a freaking win. Is there anything better than football, one game, one night at home to play for the division and play for a playoff spot and they come through and win? I mean, it was so amazing to experience. I can't put into words like how excited I am even if it is just like we go to the playoffs and loot like whatever man I mean we, we make the playoffs like that's what we play for every single year is to play for that lottery ticket because once you're in you don't know what can happen and the way this team is playing right now with Deshaun Jackson coming back you never know we could win our opening matchup if it's against Seattle who's also hurting or whoever you just never know what's going to happen in the NFL super exciting I'm sure you're excited too. go birds hell of a job I mean, what a Christmas gift to us Eagles fans, which, by the way, 
Merry Christmas to everyone out there. I hope you had a fantastic holiday with your loved ones. I certainly did. On my Twitter at JoshMcNutt24, I showed a picture of my sisters and parents who got me a lot of missing link swag like koozies and mugs, stuff and t-shirts. It was a very thoughtful gift, but I hope everyone had a fantastic time with their loved ones. And the Eagles certainly did their part by giving us a win on Sunday. That's not the end of the road, though. We still need to win one more game to go to the playoffs, and that's going to be against the New York Giants. So let's switch over and preview that game now. The Giants have been a pretty bad team this year, but I mean, they already gave the Eagles a run for their money earlier this season when the game went into overtime. Now, that provided a great opportunity for Carson to win and add to the season that he's having, but 17 to 23 is not a blowout. It's not, you know, <laughs> it's a little too close for comfort. Although that was against Eli Manning, and this time we're going to be facing Daniel Jones. The problem with that is that Daniel Jones last week went off in the overtime win against the Redskins, where he threw for five touchdowns. He was 28 of 42, 352 yards, and five touchdowns. That combined with Saquon Barkley, who ran for 189 yards, I start to worry a little bit about this team. You know, they have the talent available to knock off the Eagles before we get to the playoffs. But I'm figuring that the Eagles are going to be focused. They know what they're going to be going into. They know exactly who this team is because they just played them recently. And even though this is in the Meadowlands, it's a place that the Eagles have felt comfortable for a long time. They know exactly what they're going to be walking into considering how well Giants performed last week. So there's no surprises. There's nothing that's going to pop up saying, oh my God, I can't believe they're beating us right now. I think Doug Peterson and the team are going to stay disciplined and understand exactly what they're walking into on Sunday. The major players with the Giants, obviously at rookie with the quarterback, with Daniel Jones, he's been pretty not good this season. The most recent game notwithstanding. Saquon Barkley is an absolute stud. He's been having a great season. 200 carries, almost 1,000 yards with five touchdowns. He's not having this like monster gear, but I mean, look, he's playing behind a rookie quarterback who's already thrown 11 interceptions. So it's not like he's had this superb team to carry. He's really their best player by far. And Darius Slayton, who scored two touchdowns against us two weeks ago, 44 catches, almost 700 yards with eight touchdowns. You can't let Daniel Jones get too comfortable back there. Something that's with the rookie quarterbacks is they're super streaky. You know, they're up, they're down, they're all around. But typically, you need to start with a certain mojo to kind of knock him off his spot, hit him in the mouth, and set the tone. If we just let him sit back there like we let Haskins sit back there when we played the Redskins, we're going to be in for a pretty long day, and it's not going to be an easy win. Giants have a lot of motivation for this game. It's their last game with Pat Shermer as head coach. That's pretty much a guarantee. And they're all playing for their jobs. You know, they want to be there next year. They're not going to get there by giving up this week or rolling over. There's a lot of personal motivation on the Giants' sideline because they get to knock off the Eagles, keep them from going to the playoffs. They get to individually save their own jobs and their own skin. It's just something where it's like a bit of personal pride. They're not just going to roll over and let an NFC's opponent walk into the playoffs. So the Eagles are going to be in for a bit of a dogfight. I would almost rather play Daniel Jones. I know that's kind of crazy, but he's going to actually lead to some fumbles. He's fumbled quite a bit this year. I think it's on. I think it's about 16 times. He's lost about 10 of them. His interception rate is up. He's going to turn the ball over way more than someone like Eli Manning would, who's going to be a safe dink and dunker. So I'll take the guy who's going to be aggressive and give us some interceptions, give us some fumbles. I feel much better about that, a rookie quarterback against Jim Schwartz, than Eli Manning, who has shredded us in the past and has seen this defense a thousand times. So I'm glad that Daniel Jones is playing. We need to bottle up Saquon Barkley just like we did before. need to make sure that they stay in front of us. And you cannot give up these 60, 70-yard passes to Slayton or anyone else. The Giants' defense doesn't pose a big threat. 
Eagles offense can move on this team. Hopefully Nelson Aguilar will get a chance to play. But some of the injury report is not exactly encouraging. One of the biggest things that I'm looking at here is Nelson Aguilar knee is still bothering him. He hasn't participated in practice yet. Zach Ertz does have that broken rib and they're really going to push. I'm sure that they want him to rest potentially for a playoff run. Lane Johnson still has an ankle injury and he hasn't participated in practice yet. They might also want to keep him on the sidelines. Vitae has filled in pretty well for him. So I wouldn't consider that too big of a worry spot. J.J. Arcega-Whiteside, Derek Barnett, Brandon Brooks, Fletcher Cox, Jordan Howard, Jalen Mills, all limited. To recap, there are, it's like half of the starters on the team aren't playing or are limited. Greg Ward, Miles Sanders, Dallas Goddard, these guys need to step up, man. Got to show up again and again and again. It's not a one-game league. If they're going to continue with their progression, we need to continue these positive trends and they need to produce, especially if Zach doesn't play. Because if Ertz isn't out there, we really got to start spreading this ball around more because he's by far their best player on offense and he's one of the top two tight ends in the league. Overall, I feel pretty good about this game. I mean, that might just be my fandom speaking, but I think that it's not a trap game to me because the Eagles absolutely understand what they're dealing with. I think the fact that the Giants played such a great game last week is a great thing for this team's psyche because it shows that we can't take them lightly. We know that we have to beat them to get to the playoffs, and we also know that they're dangerous. Two weeks ago, it goes into overtime. They realize that this team is not someone that they can just take lightly and walk into the stadium and win. They need to come prepared, come ready to play, and come ready to shut down Daniel Jones in this offense. I think that the Eagles are going to win this game a little more comfortably than they did last time. I'm going to predict 28-17. to 17. Not in overtime, not with a fourth quarter late touchdown. Eagles are going to score 28 points, Giants 17, and the Eagles go to the playoffs and host the loser of the Seattle and San Francisco game, which, crossing your fingers, if you want my opinion, I would much rather play Seattle. I know Russell Wilson is scary, but the team around him is not nearly as good as San Francisco's. So if you want to have a team to root for, if you will, in that NFC matchup, I would lean towards the Seahawks because we can take on their defense. All of their running backs just got hurt. They just signed Marshawn Lynch. We'll get there when we get there. We'll preview that game. That's just who I would prefer to win. Maybe you feel differently. So 28-17 Eagles going to beat the Giants this weekend, and we're going to the playoffs and hosting a game at the link. So if you're excited for the Eagles to make a playoff run, say it with me. Fly, Eagles, fly. Thank you for listening to this edition of the Missing Link Podcast. If you enjoyed it, please share this with a fellow Eagles fan that you have in your life. If you could take a minute to rate, review, and subscribe this podcast on the app that you're listening to it on, I would greatly appreciate it. It really does help other people find this podcast. Feeling all the good feels with Christmas and Dallas and everything else happening this week, but I just want another Eagles victory on Sunday. Let's go to the playoffs, baby.